Hey guys, welcome back to the Be Better Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Royce. Today we are talking about self-sabotage, self-sabotage part one. And uh, to be honest, guys, prior to this, I did try to shoot a self-sabotage segment or episode, but I started to realize midway through that there was so much to cover. And I felt like it would be a disservice if I tried to just compile all of the things that I've learned about this particular action to you guys. So I wanted to, to kind of divide this in, in a couple parts, maybe even three parts, because there's so many pieces to this and, and there's probably even more pieces to it. So shout out to Andrew for giving me this particular topic. I do, I do read a lot of the comments that come into my DMs, but I don't do it often. But when I do have an opportunity to see a topic that you guys would want to listen to and learn more about and how I handle it, I'd love to shoot something out so so it can help you. Like my whole purpose is to just help one person. And believe it or not, whatever you're dealing with, oftentimes hundreds, maybe even thousands, maybe even millions are experiencing the same thing. So if I can bring just one little nugget of value in what problem you're experiencing now, it'll make me doing these podcasts extremely worth it for me, right? Initially, it's just for me anyways, just to kind of track my growth. But anytime someone's like, dude, that was game changer, it just it just energizes me. So I appreciate you guys listening to, to the episode. Sorry, I haven't been on for a few weeks, I think. You know, I think it's uh, it's just been pretty hectic with kind of the new position that I'm in. And there's a lot of traveling. It's during the holidays. But guys, it's really just excuses because I didn't really have that much content and creativity in my head to post something. So, but now that you guys gave me something, now I got something to really like dig my teeth into. So what we're going to talk about more specifically today, guys, is self-sabotage part one. And it's really going to be all about your thoughts. A lot of times self-sabotage is is not necessarily the problems. The the big problem is you're anemic in your thoughts, meaning you're lacking in your thoughts. And here's something that I really grasped over the course of uh, my life coach school and the readings that I've been been doing is the lack in your life is really just a representation of the lack in your thoughts. And when you start to gather more thoughts and learn more things and borrow from more people, successful people in different areas, your thoughts will start overriding something that you call self-sabotage. And self-sabotage for a lot of people can be in the form of procrastination, right? It could be an inaction component, or it could be an action component that derails you from the entire result in the first place. For instance, if you're trying to uh, lose weight and you're just crushing cookies and chips and you're ordering Uber Eats, it's not going to get you to lose the weight that you want, right? So a perfect example oftentimes, this is what people experience. At the start of their journey, a lot of times like people will gain a little bit weight over the holidays. For us specifically, it was during COVID, right? There's a bunch of people that gain weight during COVID. And because you've gained so much weight, you start the year strong, right? You start the year strong working out almost daily, three, five days a week. And on top of that, you start to kind of eat a little bit better. You drop the soda pops and uh, you're just eating healthier. And on the first week, you start, you lose two pounds. And 
you do the same thing the next week, right? You're doing five days of working out, maybe three days of working out. You're drinking your waters. You're not eating the treats. And then you lose another, another pound. And then on the third week, you do the exact same thing. And you find that you've not gained, you've not, loosed, you've not lost a pound, but you've gained a pound. And one of your buddies texts you and he's like, hey, man, you want to go out tonight? And you're like, oh, man, I feel like I'm missing out. So because you're feeling like you're missing out, you have this initial feeling of, of guilt, right? You feel guilty that you're missing out. You're not hanging out with your friends. So slowly your workouts disappear. Slowly your food prepping disappears. Slowly, your discipline to not drink the soda pop and alcohol, and then all of a sudden you start to gain weight again or gain all the weight back that you've lost, and and we we often attribute that to self sabotage, but self sabotage is really just the action stemming from the emotion, okay? And that emotion might be guilt, that can be anxiety, that can be depression, but it's, it's normally some type of negative emotion. That allows you to consume either your time, food, drugs, people, whatever that is. But the root of the problem is not self-sabotage. The root of the problem is you're anemic in your thoughts. Okay, So that's one of the first things I want you to grasp. If you had stronger thoughts in place, oftentimes you can override that self-sabotage. Right? For somebody that is in fitness, right? that that has a group of other people that are doing the same thing you know they stall out let's just say you hired a personal trainer you lose two pounds the first week one pound the next week zero pounds the next week the trainer will be like okay let's go look at how many workouts you've done how many steps have you done how many of these days what's your stress like right are you drinking your waters we start to track every single thing because really that one pound of no loss is really just an indication that there's, there's, there's some data in there that's going to allow you to progress to the next level. And then what you're going to find when you have those stall or, or negative results where you're, you're gaining like weight, you start to find some valuable data. You're like, actually, yeah, my stress was really high. You know, I had a lot of deadlines. I didn't get a lot of good sleep. You know, I didn't even get my steps in. In fact, I didn't even drink my gallon of water three out of the four days. You know, I ate out twice and, um, you know, I only got four workouts instead of five, right? And we start to track that. It's like, okay, cool. What are some of the greatest areas where we can have significant impact? Can we get your waters at least on point? And can we start to apply and like, like stress relieving activities so you're able to manage the stress at work, right? So we start to implement that. And then what happens the next week is you lose a pound, you lose maybe even two pounds, and you continue this cycle over and over. But those thoughts are not from your thoughts. Those thoughts are borrowed from the trainer because they've seen it hundreds and thousands and thousands of times, right? Weight loss is not a linear trajectory. In fact, it's very, it's very up and down. But to a untrained mind or to a un kind of exposed mind to the health and fitness, you might think that one pound gain is just a waste of time for you. And there's no hope for you because you're, you're older, right? And you just have bad genes and you have all this, you start to have all these negative thoughts that result into guilt, procrastination, or depression, all of these things. And then all of a sudden, bam, you start to gain weight. 
So it's not so much the self-sabotage is the problem. It's because you're anemic in your thoughts. You're lacking something in your life is because you're lacking something in your thoughts. When one way you can do that is borrow from people. Or that's why coaches are so amazing at this. That's why trainers are so amazing at this. If you have a financial issue, you hire a financial coach, right? Because their thoughts are more in line with creating the wealth that they need. And then your thoughts is what's creating the wealth that you currently have. It's very, very powerful. Now, if you can't hire a coach, the next level is to really enrich your mind by borrowing f- like from, from books, borrowing from podcasts, borrowing from uh, YouTube channels, right? Of successful people. Don't go out there and start watching the Jeffrey Dahmer documentary or CSI, right? While they might have segments of great, great like thought bombs, it's really not meant to enrich your mind. It's really to create entertainment. In fact, it's really meant to create anxiety and then bring you back down to some type of conclusion. But it doesn't enrich your mind of how to handle failure, of how to handle thoughts like stagnation, how to handle loss. You want to borrow those thoughts from people that's been successful in a segment in their life. That's why I like to watch a lot of sports documentaries. I like to read a lot of autobiographies of people like Nelson Mandela or Benjamin Franklin or any of these guys that's done something with their life or Gandhi. It doesn't have to even be financial success or James Lawrence with, with his 100 triathlons in 100 days. What, are, what, what is he thinking, right? And then when you start to read and learn about these people, in moments of failure for them, they have particular mantras, right? In moments where they're not motivated, the mantras start to pop out, okay? James Lawrence was one of his things, and if you guys have never watched the documentary of Iron Cowboy, crazy, right? It made me want to start running thousands of miles, right? Probably not a good idea to watch, and then all of a sudden just run thousands of miles. But anyways, he had a segment in his book, where one of the reporters were like, what's the, what's the hardest part of the triathlon? Is it the running? Is it the swimming? Is it the biking? What is it? And his quote that, that I borrowed from him and is now in my own fitness journey, but also in my own business journey, is, 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 is what he said right after that, that question. And it was, the hardest part of the triathlon is just taking the first step. And, and, and when I heard that, I was like, oh man, there's so many moments where I don't even take the first step. And he said that for a reason, because the moment he, t- he takes that first step, he'll take the second step and the third step. And it creates this momentum. And then once the momentum starts, he's, he's halfway through the race, he's halfway through the journey. And he can't back out, Right. And I borrowed that from him and I take, I take that into my sales calls. I take that into my follow-ups with my current clients. I take that into my own fitness journey. I don't want to do another Murph again, but you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and just kind of just run for a minute. Let's see what happens. And then you start to build this momentum, right? So one of the main reasons you are creating self-sabotage is because you're anemic in your thoughts. So just, just eat and digest 
a richer amount of thoughts from successful people, from people you know, from coaches, right? From spiritual stuff, from the Bible, from the Quran, whatever that is, whatever you believe in, right? When you start to read these particular books, it starts to pull these thoughts and you start to borrow it. It just pulls it right from you. So that's one of the main reasons. Now, another another big reason why why people self-sabotage midway through their journey, like the story I told you about, about the person losing 10 pounds first week, a pound the second week, gaining a pound the third week, and then and then just falling off, is that the pain is not great enough to stay on the path, right? So, and I've seen this in the 15 years that I've been in business. I've seen people will lose four or five pounds and then just quit midway through a program and go back to their old ways because it's just taking too, it's just not, it's not happening quick enough, right? The grind is, is not worth the squeeze. But I've also seen people that will lose the same exact weight and they'll stall a little bit the exact same way and they'll keep going. And a lot of times the, the big reason is the pain is so much greater, you know, I had one client that was 150 pounds. He's like, I, I, like, I remember that 150 pounds overweight. So he was 450 pounds. He's like, I know what that feels like. I couldn't get out the couch, right? I wanted to end my life, right? I couldn't even do that because I couldn't even move out of the couch, right? My knees hurt, my back hurt, my shoulders hurt. I didn't even want to see anybody, right? And him going through that and experiencing that just continually pushed him to con- constantly lose the weight and hit those stalls and still going through because he's just like, no, I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. So one of the main reasons a lot of people self-sabotage is not because, again, of self-sabotage. It's because the pain is just not great enough, right? So one of my favorite quotes that I tell my people and entrepreneurs is, is they're not like, I tell them like, they're not going to be entrepreneurs like you because they didn't have the gift of the pain. Right. And going through hard journeys oftentimes require a lot of pain to get into. Now, not every successful people like is like that. So what happens if my pain is not great enough? And oftentimes, guys, the journeys that you're going to take on don't require that much pain. So option two is you stay on the path long enough, spend enough blood, sweat, and tears that you get so far that you can't turn back. And the way that I explain this is like doctors, right? They go four years into college, two years into residency, two years of another specialty, two more years of apprenticeship, whatever they do. And, and all, all the way through, once they get to the, the most grueling stuff like apprenticeship and all these hours and they're not sleeping, they're not going to quit because they put, they put so many years into schooling that they refuse to turn back. So one way you can bypass this, hey, you know what? I don't have enough pain. It's just you stay on long enough. And that long enough can be so different for people. For me, it's it's years. You know, I've been it's like it's like once I started Murph, I'm like, I'm, I'm already 75 days in. I'm just gonna keep going. 
I'm 100 days, I can't turn back now, right? It's the same thing in a microtransaction when I'm doing one step. You know, if I'm midway through a workout, I'm not going to stop now. I might as well just finish it, right? For some of you guys that, are, that do CrossFit, you get into these long chippers. You have, you have 25 minutes to finish something, but you have 25 like reps left. The time hits, so you're supposed to stop, but you're like, no, I can't. I got 25 more. I'm going to finish it. That is how you get to that next level. You spend enough blood, sweat, and tears, and effort. And then from that point, you've created enough pain to continue on the path, right? While you don't need to experience major adversities of loss and failures to keep going, you can create that for yourself by just spending enough blood, sweat, tears, effort, and time, right? And that's why that's why I'm when I look at someone that has massive whys behind their work, it's such a gift because they can, they can tap into that. That's their experience. They can tap into that loss. They can tap into that pain because they don't want to avoid it anymore. And that's how they continue to tread through. The problem is people don't spend enough time, tears and effort, and also their money to be able to even experience this level of pain, Right. For me, in, in my business, I spent over $20,000 trying to find the right marketing company to help me in my advertisements. And there was just at some point I was like, I'm going to figure this out. I'm just going to sell everything that I know until I figure out how to do this particular part of my business. And it just got to a point where like, it didn't even really matter how much I lost. I would, I would be willing to spend everything because I was, I was already too far in. And then the moment I, I tapped into that level, all of a sudden I started to see growth. I started to see things differently. I started to uh, do my due diligence with, with the people that I'd started to do work with. So, so it's just make sure if you don't have the pain, you have to create the pain. You're going you're gonna to go through the pain anyways. I talked about this in my Buffalo and Cow Talk. And I don't know if just a review, if you guys don't, don't listen to my episodes as often, or if you want to go back to it, it's called charge, Charging Into the Storm. Like in the presence of a storm, when a storm comes, a lot of times cows will turn away from the storm. And they will, start, they will try to run away from it, thinking they can outrun, like outrun the clouds. And cows are not very fast. So eventually the rain and the storm catches up so they're getting rained on they're still trying to run away so they experience the pain for so much longer and here's what's really really cool for buffaloes buffaloes do the opposite so when they start to sense a storm they turn into the storm and they don't walk into the storm they charge into it so the advantage to that is they experience a small level of pain but it's only a fraction of the time because if they're going the opposite ways, right? So this is exactly kind of the same point here, guys, right? You can either keep delaying and self-sabotaging, and that's kind of like the cow running backwards. You'll experience pain at some point, right? You're going to keep gaining the weight. You're going to keep gaining the weight. You're going to get to 100 plus or 150 pounds, you're going to get a heart attack. You're going, to, you're going to lose a limb from diabetes or something crazy like that, right? Or you lose a loved one 
from some type of health issue that the pain is so large that you have to start to create these positive habits, right? Or you can start to get into those moments of of unmo- being unmotivated or seeing stagnation in your results and start just keep tracking through. There has to be a way. I've already, I've already spent so much time figuring this out with my time, my effort, my blood, my tears, my money, right? My heart that I'm able to actually like, like I, I go, I'm going to go all the way through, right? There is, so here's another really, really powerful quote that I, that I learned from my mentor. There are so many ways to win, but there's only one way to lose, there's so many ways to win, but there's only one way to lose. So when you start to grasp, again, like if you start to grasp these particular thoughts of just negative thoughts and procrastination thoughts and just failure thoughts, you will start to win, okay? So the two issues of self-sabotage, number one, the pain is not great enough, right? And, and number two, you're anemic in your thoughts, so those are the two big pieces at first. Uh, there's a lot more to really dive into that. Um, I think this is such an amazing topic. And to be honest, guys, I've, I've experienced this in, in my past journeys, but it, it really took me some time to sit down and research how I was able to continue my MRFs, to continue my businesses and lose a business and and, and so on and so forth and just keep tracking through, right? In my old relationships, my current relationships, my fights, all of these things, my, my, down, my downfalls with my family and so on and so forth, I'm able to still move through. But I really haven't been experiencing so much self-sabotage. And here's the, here's the reason why, guys. There's so many other people that want you to fail already. I don't want to be another person to be responsible of that. And the way you do that is, number one, to make sure you tap into your past pain or create the pain by spending enough blood, sweat, and tears. Or number two, really start enriching your mind with a lot more positive thoughts of successful people that paved the path for you. So here are the action plans for this particular episode. Number one, you have to acknowledge that self-sabotage is not the problem. It's really a result of being anemic in your thoughts and then the lack of pain that you've, you, you, you have to, to make you continue the grind or continue on that path. So you got to make sure you, you spend enough time, effort, tears, money so you can't go back. And that number, that time, that pain, those tears are different for everybody. And, and once, you, I, once you find how much that is, you will you will continue to just track without without self-sabotage. I guarantee you it. I guarantee you it. Or you'll experience a pain large enough that you're just forced. There's that way too. Right? I ain't gonna judge because I've done both. But the other way is so much better. Just spend enough time and tears and effort. It's so much better. And um, the last one is to really just include a healthy diet of positive and successful thoughts from successful people, all different kinds and different levels of their life, their relationships, their finances, their health. Borrow from as many people as you can. Every problem that you have, every 
uh, just stall in, in like points where you're not moving the needle, everyone has experience at some point. And if not, you would be responsible to creating the, those new thoughts, which is super exciting. You'd be the first person to ever do something like that, right? Which is very rare. But if you have that, if, if why not? You might be that person. You might be that next James Lawrence. You might be that next Gandhi. So, which is pretty cool. And it, it can absolutely be you. So, guys, if you guys like this episode and you're self-sabotaging and you want to give this to somebody else, make sure to share this episode. Make sure to give us a rating if you haven't already. And uh, look out for, for episode two. We're going to be talking a little bit more about self-sabotage because it is a meaty topic. I think you could go on about this. And it's, a, it's an exciting topic. And when you really start to conquer this, you really start to become better. All right, guys. Peace out. And I'll see you later. Peace.